This is JMJ Real Talk with Josh, Maria, and Jolene. What is the definition of trust? Well, for me, trust is that four-letter word that I gets caught in the back of my throat. I have a hard time with trust, and so I feel like it's that moment where you can can put your life in someone else's hands completely and know that they are going to protect it. And to do it in an, in an environment that is safe, where you feel safe. For me, to be able to trust someone is to be in a safe place. If I feel that they're a safe place for me, then I can trust them. I'm able to share my thoughts and feelings. My first year teaching, I I started teaching on the coast. I'm from, you know, wheat country. We don't have the ocean in wheat country. And so one of the things that we had to practice was a tsunami drill. And so that was a little bit different for me because, you know, uh, again, no ocean in the wheat country. And so what we had to do is I had to get my little class of third graders up the hill to safety. But what we had to do first was we had to walk two blocks towards the ocean, which I felt like, man, these little kids are totally trusting me right now because we are walking in the wrong direction. So we had to walk two blocks towards the ocean and then go up the hill to safety. And I feel like that's kind of like my life. I am constantly putting my trust in the wrong thing or the wrong person. So I'm walking towards the ocean, walking towards that danger. Sometimes, oftentimes, it's not just two blocks. It could be a mile that I'm walking the wrong direction. And then eventually... Or a year or two. Or a year or... Yeah, many years. And then finally, I can make my way up the hill to where it's 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 a safe place. So I feel for me, trust is not something that comes easy. And it's not something that I give easily as well. And I completely the, feel the same way that you do. It, it is uh, This topic for me is very difficult to talk about because in a way I was taught not to trust people. So it, it, it just goes against my whole being and what I was taught to be able to trust someone and to be able to tell them how I truly feel. And, and I think trauma has a lot to do with that too. I mean, because, you know, all three of us have experienced trauma in our lives. And with that trauma trust becomes even harder to give. And, you know, I know that you guys tease me about our first meeting with each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but it's all in love. Yes. And I know that, you know, I had a really hard time when I was supposed to be at this conference with Maria and Josh and our lovely friend Betty. And they're like, man, you just did not like us. You didn't (laughs) hang out with us. You didn't do anything. And it's because I was in that moment where trust was not an option for me. Trust was something I could not give to one more person. It was a survival for you. Yes. You know, in preparation for this episode, we we googled what is the definition of trust and talking about talking about all of the different versions of trust and the definitions of trust and it's like, you know, trust means something different to to every single person and every person that you interact with. And so, while there is one definition in the dictionary, we have to find what trust means to us. And I think that, you know, Jolene shared the story about, you know, our first interaction. And at that point, Maria and I had been friends for, well, now we're going on, (laughs) what, 10 years, which is crazy to me. I was, uh, you know, a high school volunteer at a school, and that's how I kind of got connected with Maria. And and so at that point, when we had met, when we had went to that conference, uh, Maria and I knew each other pretty well. And so we were, we were able to, you know, just enjoy the trip and have a good time. And we had that trust. And then, 
then in and then you know after that trip we started doing a lot of trainings for our district with a certain program and we we started gaining trust with Jolene and and being able to to make those connections even stronger and you know and it, and it still just takes time and and showing that you are going to be there no matter what and I and I don't know if it's really like not trusting you both at the moment I think it was more about trusting myself because I think that's what I was I was struggling with the most because I I had been traveling <laughs> towards that ocean towards that tsunami for such a long time that it was really hard to get back up that hill it was like I was so out of shape I could not I was crawling because it, it was really hard it was really hard well and you also have to be willing I mean yeah. if you're not willing to trust someone that that's it's not going to happen no we've kind of talked about this a little bit as we've gotten started here but how has trust played a role in your life I have twin boys and I remember that first moment of holding them, holding them like, you know, I, I, you know, had a C-section, so I was kind of drugged up a little bit, but holding them when I was, you know, off the drugs that I could like really be in that moment and thinking about, wow, I, these little guys are going to trust me to take care of them. Trust me to uh, love them. Trust me to just make sure that they have the best life imaginable. And to me that in that moment, it was also, it was like a blessing, but it was also the most scariest thing I could imagine. Just having that, those two little lives in my hands, because they were, they were about like four ten, four pounds, 10 ounces, and they were just so tiny and just being in awe of that moment. And uh, for me, it's like Jolene kind of said already, it's like I had to be able to trust myself in order to be able to trust someone else. So you have to be willing and just working on yourself and working on the relationship we ha- you have with yourself and uh, trust your gut and trust that you can do it. And for me, it was also moving past the, if I trust in this, I could possibly die. I was in that moment at that time when we first met, it was like, man, if I do this, I'm going to die. I can't trust one more person. And so you have to be able to move on from that and realize that you have to trust yourself and that, you know what, if you do this, you're not going to die. You're going to be able to become stronger. You're going to have wonderful friendships and a life that is more fuller. And that you have to be able to put your your past behind you just because someone has hurt you in the past that you have to trust yourself that you're not going to get that far that someone else is going to hurt you which i feel like is one of the hardest part you know i'm kind of jumping around here a little bit but the the levels of trust you know you have different levels and and i think that a lot of my trust issues i guess we can call them (laughs) come from like past relationships and dating just that that thought that you're not you're not good enough for somebody or you're not you don't maybe you're not as trusted as much as you trusted them or enough you're not enough yeah yeah and so i think that that's where a lot of mine comes from and and and, and making sure that, you know, it, it's so crazy. I I am easy to trust with friendships, but then if the friendship develops into something stronger, a different type of a relationship, it's like you almost put on the brakes and you're like, okay, well, I could trust you as a friend, but can I trust you as something else? And I feel like that a lot of my relationships have started out that way as, as friends and then going into something else. And so it, it's just, it's tricky to, to, to see how how that level of trust, I guess, continues to, to grow or it doesn't. And once you're burned by 
somebody you thought you could trust, it's hard to move on from that. And then you you almost set yourself up that, okay, it's going to end the same way. Oh, it's going to end the same way. Oh, it's going to end the same way. And when you do that, it's almost like you're drawing an end to something before it even starts. Well, and you're setting up, setting yourself up for failure. Mm-hmm. But I think, but I think also your knowledge that that is what you do is very helpful because I feel like now that you know that that's what you do, now you know that that's something that you need to work on. And I feel like all of it is a growing experience. I I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I took a, a class last year and it was providing feedback in students' writing. And it was something like, oh man, I suck at providing feedback in students' writing. So I'm going to take this class. And the very first thing she said, well, if you want to really get good at giving feedback to students in their writing is you have to be able to get get feedback from others and I'm like oh, man that's, that's that hard <laughs> you have to, I have to work on myself before I can <laughs> like ah oh. so I feel like all of this has a growing opportunity and when we are knowledgeable about things that we need to work on within ourselves it's that time where we can say okay well this time I'm going to do it different and this time maybe if I trust a little bit more it's, it's not going to lead to my death or de- my dis- demise or the demise of a relationship so thinking about you know trust with kids like in your classroom it's it's hard we have to remember that they also have distrust that has happened to them and with them and their relationships. And so when you have these tough kids who are attempting to navigate school and navigate learning a new teacher every year or new students in their classroom, realizing that just because you're the adult in their room, in the room, doesn't mean they're going to trust you right off the bat. Because you don't know that the kind of things that happened in the year before with the teacher before or the assistant that was in there before. Or or in their personal lives. Or the people that are in their personal lives. You know, so making sure that that you give them time to find that trust just like you have to take the time to find the trust in your relationship. And that's all. It always comes back to building those connections. You know, if if you build those connections, they're going to trust you just a little bit, maybe slowly. It was just, it was the same way with you guys. I mean, you guys had to build a lot of connections with me before I opened up. And look at us now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know too much. We know, we too, know much. too much. Way too much. And we, uh, sure and, we, too much. and we own a business. Yeah. So why not? (laughs) Can you learn from distrust? Yes. Just like we've been talking now, we've learned that we can trust each other and that we can move forward. You know, all moments in life are teachable. And I know that there have been signs in my life where are or, you know, where it's like, okay, you need to wake up a little bit. You're what you're putting your trust in right now is not a good thing. <laughs> and so I feel like those moments, if you're listening to them, uh, but I'm such a stubborn person, so it takes me a little bit longer than everyone else, I feel like, like gears. And so I feel like, yeah, you probably can learn, but I'm probably going to make the same mistake. You know, I mean, we all make mistakes and, and sometimes they can be repetitive, but I don't think it's going to be to the degree where you had that mi- distrust in the first time. I mean, you do learn from them, but I do feel like you can't just stop trusting people just because you don't want that distrust to happen. And I think that's might be, you know, the biggest thing that you do learn is how to trust again because of the distrust. You have to make sure that you are still putting yourself out there to to possibly be hurt. Like you know that you might be you might be hurt again. And so you are going to guard yourself 
a little bit because of that distrust that you've experienced. But making sure that you just hold your happiness at the forefront of what you're doing so that you can eventually trust again. And, you know, I, I totally believe in just the power of like, yeah, it's going to happen because it's going to happen. And so I think that making sure that you are putting yourself out there so that people can, so you can start to build those trust, that trust with them and, and continuing to, to just keep, keep growing. Otherwise it would be very lonely. Can a relationship survive without trust? I don't believe that it can. I like we've talked about this before, but I was in a relationship that was not good at all. And there wasn't trust. He did not trust me to even like go to the store or, you know, to say, well, you know, you were gone for this long. What were you doing? And um, that is a very harmful type of relationship to be in. And that was just that was just one tiny little. And example. that was and that was just one a one side of no trust. I feel like when you were in that relationship and correct me if I'm wrong and we can delete this if need be. <laughs> but at that moment in your relationship you had trust for him because of the setting that you were in but because of his distrust in you and his own insecurities the relationship wasn't able to continue well and I feel that at some point I couldn't trust him either because he didn't trust me and so it, it was not a good relationship for either one of us because he didn't trust me and at that time, I didn't trust him either. One-sided trust turns into two people who can't trust. Well, and then I didn't trust myself because it's. And then it's like, well, how how do I leave this relationship that's hurting two people? But I didn't know how to move on at that point, and I had lost in my mind. I had already lost all my friends because I excluded myself because I didn't trust anyone at that time to be able to say, "Hey, I am in a relationship that's not good for me," but I didn't feel comfortable at that time to say that and then you start doubting yourself you're like well maybe maybe I am doing something wrong you know especially when you already have that trust for that person but then their distrust you know they their trust is not there and then you think well what what am I doing wrong what could I change? And then you realize you get down to that whole approval thing like uh, we did in episode five. And we and you think, OK, well, now am I seeking approval? Is this trust or is this approval that I'm needing? And then, you know, but of course, in those moments, you're not thinking that you're just trying to survive and you're trying to work on their relationship that now has become one sided. And it's hard when that trust has been broken. <clears throat> Very much so. Are there levels of trust? And we've kind of talked about that a little bit. I mean, um, just kind of thinking of all the re relationships that I have. I mean, you have professional relationships. You have the trust with your friends. You have the trust with your family. So I believe, I mean, there are different levels of trust. And it just depends on the setting for me. Yeah, that pi pilot that flew us. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Home. Thank you. Yeah, I I definitely think there are different levels of trust. And I think it's more about willingness of how much trust am I going to give this person or give this situation? And it kind of goes both ways too. So am I going to put all my eggs in one basket or am I just going to put one egg in at a time and see how it goes? I agree. Trust is, there's so many different levels of trust. You know, the trust that you have with, you know, student 
with your students, the trust that you have with your coworkers, to the trust that you have maybe with your in your relationship, um, either if you're married or dating. And I feel like the level of trust depends on the level of trust that that person has in you. And so, you know, I, I have friends, I have amazing friends, and we talk about a lot of things. And we all trust each other to the point that, you know, if we ever got in a fight, it would probably <laughs> not end well because they know way too much about all of us, Black everything. Mail. We could write a book. <laughs> and And so making sure that you know, but but those are the people that you want to be around. You want to be around them because when you say something that could be offensive, it's not taken as offensive. Right. We have an episode coming up that I'm so excited about um, just talking about that piece of it, about, you know, seeing things in a different way. And, and you have to be around people that you can trust to be able to do that completely. And so I, I just feel, yeah, there are te- definitely layers or levels, layers and levels, you know, like onions. <laughs> <laughs> of trust. Yeah. So making sure that you you just keep building those those levels of trust because the closer you get to somebody, the deeper those levels are going to be and the more they're going to know. And I and I think that it brings me back to that point where, you know, obviously when you first meet someone, you're not just going to totally trust them and just spill your guts out. <laughs> that would be scary. That would be that would be totally <laughs> scary. That would but not then, go well. But then I also think about the time where we climbed up a 30 foot pole and got to the top and jumped and trusted those four people, some of whom you just met three days ago, to make sure that you get down safely. And so I feel like there are moments in in time where, yeah, you're going to have to put your complete trust in a complete stranger. But then there's also those times where it's like, I'm not just going to totally give all my trust away at once because that would be ridiculous. But I feel like there should be opportunities in your life that you're willing to to put your full trust in someone. And I feel like that would be the perfect moment to build a better relationship. And also the ability to trust yourself. For sure. How is trust built? Communication. You have to be able to communicate with someone in order to trust them and to truly say how you feel. So I've had lots of talks with my husband. some of them, which did not go the way I imagined. But you have to be able to to have that trust with someone to be able to talk about what, what's going on in your life and where you want to be in a few years even. So you have to be able to open yourself up and talk. I know I have a lot of negative self-talk and a neg- negative views. Uh, so I think the worst sometimes is like, well, you know, he thinks this of me or he thinks that of me. And, and that's not how it is at all. But I just had that those thoughts in my mind for so long that that's truly how I believe he felt. And when I talked to him about it, that that was not the way it was at all. And that comes out of the love that you have for each other too. Right. Trust is built from the things that w- that you guys were just saying. You know, we we have to have connection. We have to have communication. And you have to be able to trust yourself. If you don't trust yourself, you're not going to be able to trust others. In order to trust others, you have to build those safe, that safety and know that in this setting, you are safe. I feel like building trust takes time. 
and it takes effort, but it doesn't have to be something that's hard as long as you have somebody who you're with that is willing to put in the time and effort as well. And I think it was hard for me to trust just like I know I keep using our relationship as an example, but it was hard for me because I did not trust myself and I didn't know that I didn't trust myself. It, you know, it just, it was one of those things where I was like, oh, well, obviously I'm not going to be able to let anyone um, in my life if I can't trust myself first. When thinking about building trust, you know, a lot of this episode is really about kind of our personal lives and, and trust within, within that area, which I think is super important because we wouldn't be here building a podcast if we weren't able to trust each other. How do we build trust with our students so that they feel safe and we feel safe? Because, you know, a lot of times I think we we kind of get rid of this idea that the staff, the teachers have to feel safe going to school too. And if you, I guess I'm equating trust to safety, which I feel like you guys would agree with me. Yes. 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 But if you're not feeling safe, is it because there's not trust? And how do you build that trust with those students? Well, and I think I think, you know, you have to remember that being a teacher, you're also a human. And I feel like if you are able to share moments of your life and so that your students know that you're a real person, then that trust is going to come with those connections. We played this game in class once and it was uh, courage, courage, fear. And it was kind of like a duck, duck, goose where the kids sat in a circle and then one kid went well, this is before COVID, just so you know. Well, <laughs> the kids, <laughs> the kids would, uh, one kid would go around and he'd be like, courage, 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 fear. And then that kid had to like chase him around the circle. And then if he sat down first and he was safe, and then the kid that didn't get to sit down, he had to share, he or she had to share a fear that they had, which I felt like it was a perfect trust game because it was, I thought it was going to be like, oh, you know, I'm scared of spiders, spiders or, you know, just something like, something like that. And dad was, I'm afraid my family's going to become homeless again, or I'm worried about my parents losing their job. I mean, but we, I had built, we had built such a strong school family and so many connections with each other that it felt safe and, and we trusted each other enough that the students were able to share. All levels of trust in every aspect of your life are important. Without the trust in someone or something, your life may seem lonely. Find a glimmer of trust in someone and build from there what you may find could be life-changing. This was JMJ Real Talk. Tune in next time for more on social-emotional health.